You're listening to a podcast from Victory. How does the Holy Spirit lead us to set people free from bondage in the name of Jesus? Find out in week three of Behind the Scene. Ito po ating tinatalakay na topic ay very interesting, Behind the Scene. Sabi nyo, Behind the Scene. Okay, and we are really talking and discussing about the power of the Holy Spirit, especially in the lives of people. Not only during the time of the early disciples, but even today, the Holy Spirit still moves. Amen? Can you sense the Holy Spirit in our midst today? Yeah, although we don't see Him, but He's always behind the scene. And I do believe that uh, uh, sa mga series natin ito, sa mga topic natin, especially our topic today, God will minister to us with the power of His Holy Spirit. Ang title po nating pag-usapan is The Liberator. Okay? So ngayon pong oras na ito, uh, siguro nalaman nyo yung nangyari diba sa mga biktima ng bagyo kay Lando, Pangasinan, Pampanga, Bulacan, Aurora, Nueva May Nakakalungkot talaga na, you know, taon-taon na lamang laging mayroong bumibisitang bagyo. Sa dami naman ang bibisita. Okay na sana yung mga turistang bumibisita, pero pati yung mga bagyo ay bumibisita. At ang nangyayari, nagkocontest pa sila kung sinong mas malakas sa kanila. Okay. So, pagpanalangin po natin yung mga naging biktima ng bagyo, yung mga naging uh, nasira ang mga bahay, yung mga namatayan, dahil it really breaks our hearts pag nakikita po natin na ganyan nangyari sa bansa po natin. But I believe that as we pray as a church, it's the Holy Spirit that would truly liberate them from being victims of typhoon. Ngayon po oras na ito, pag-usapan po natin again, as I said, is about the Holy Spirit and the title is The Liberator. We know that in all of our endeavors, we need the Holy Spirit. He is the force behind the scene. The force that we cannot see. He is the God that we cannot see. But we know that He is moving. He is not even asking our permission whether He is going to move or not. He is going to move as part of His prerogative in our life. That is why it has been said, in, uh, it's stated in Zechariah 4, 6, it's not by might. Ito po sa lahat ng endeavor natin. It's not by our might, nor by our power, but by the Spirit, saith the Lord. Sa kapangyarihan lamang po ng Holy Spirit na maa-accomplish natin ng matagumpay ang anumang bagay, lalo na kung bahagi ito ng layunin ng ating buhay. Misa, we have the tendency to trust our experience, to trust our age. Pupunta pa lang kayo, pabalik na ako. Maraming beses na ako napunta sa ganyang sitwasyon, kaya alam ko na gagawin ko. O ay itong tinapos ko, kaya kayang-kaya ko yan. But we don't put confidence on our flesh, but we put our confidence on the Holy Spirit alone. Amen. Spiritual battle is so real. Itong kalagayan natin, we are in the physical world. Okay? Physical realm. There's what you call spiritual realm. Doon po sa mga prayer ministry natin, intercessors natin, alam nila ito dahil tinuturo namin ito. There's what you call spiritual realm. There's what you call the physical realm. Tayo nagkikita tayo dahil lahat tayo nasa physical realm. Merong spiritual realm equally real than the physical realm. Yung nangyayari sa spiritual ay nagmamanifest sa physical. Kaya minsan may mga sakit tayo na hindi nagugat sa physical but actually nagsimula sa spiritual because the enemy, the demon spirit, has inflicted us with a sickness at nagmamanifest yon sa physical. So kung merong physical at merong spiritual, there's what you call also spiritual battle. At reality po ang spiritual battle because sa spiritual realm, naroon ang kampo ng Diyos at ang kanyang mga anghel at naroon naman yung kampo ng satanas at yung kanyang mga demonyo. Spiritual realm also means heavenly realm. Sabi po ng Ephesians 6.12, 
For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. So kung meron pang Holy Spirit, meron tinatawag na evil spirit. Okay? But the good thing is that even though there are demons, there are authorities and rulers of darkness and spiritual forces in the heavenly realms, meron din naman pong kampo ni Lord na ang tungkulin ay gumawa ng maganda. Okay? And we know that by the power of the Holy Spirit, He dwells with us and in us. And the Holy Spirit that dwells in us, ang kanyang will is to provide and to give us freedom. Sabi na 2 Corinthians 3, 17, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Say freedom. So mayroong kalayaan. Ano yung kalayaan na yun? Kalayaan bang gawin kung ano yung gusto nating gawin kahit kasalanan? Sabi nung kalayaan, kalayaan gawin kung anong kalooban ng Panginoon. Kalayaan gawin ang layunin ng Diyos sa buhay natin because as we fulfill the will of God, the purpose of God in our lives, the enemy would always be there to hinder us. That's the opposite spirit. Kaya po sa oras na ito, yan po magiging subject ng ating pag-aaralan at babasahin po natin tungkol sa buhay ni Paul at Takasilas kung paano silang hinadlangan ng kaaway but in the end, they also prevailed. Tumayo po tayong lahat at buksan po natin sa Acts chapter 16, beginning verse 16 to 24. As we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by fortune-telling. She followed Paul and us crying out, These men are servants of the Most High God who proclaim to you the way of salvation. And this she kept doing for many days. Paul, having become greatly annoyed, turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. But when her owners saw that their hope of gain was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. And when they had brought them to the magistrates, they said, These men are Jews, and they are disturbing our city. They advocate customs that are not lawful for us as Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in attacking them, and the magistrates tore their garments off them and gave them orders to beat them with rods. And when they had inflicted many blows upon them, they threw them into the prison, ordering the jailer to keep them safely. Having received this order, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. God will be the one to bless the reading of His Word. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, we thank You, God, for Your divine presence, for the presence of Your Holy Spirit in our midst today. Thank You for the understanding. Thank You for setting our hearts and be ready to receive your word. Samahan mo po kami, Panginoon, at higit sa lahat ay mai-apply din namin ang mga salita mo na amin pong pangririg sa oras na ito. Pinagkakatiwala namin sa iyo ang lahat ng bagay sa tanging pangalan lamang ng Panginoong Yesus. Amen. Nakaupo tayong lahat. We are going to flow into this message. The Holy Spirit sets us free. First, from spiritual slavery, and second, from physical suppression. Allow me first to give you a background. Si Paul at si Silas po ay magkasama, tima po sila, katunayan, uh, nung umalis sila ng Jerusalem, kasama din nila ho si Timothy. Ang dating magka-partner ay si Paul at Barnabas, but this time, nung maghiwalay na po si Paul at Barnabas, ang kasama niya na ay si Silas. Okay. 
bago po yung mga verses na binasa ko kanina, si Paul at si Silas ay galing lamang sa bahay ni Lydia. Sino yung Lydia? Ito po'y babaeng nakilala lamang nila at uh, tumanggap sa Panginoon. At sa kanyang pagtanggap sa Panginoon, yung kanyang buong pamilya ay gusto rin niyang makakilala sa Panginoon. Kaya si Paul and Silas ay inimbitahan sa kanyang tahanan. At doon nga nakakilala yung kanyang buong pamilya sa Panginoon. Sa madaling salita, ito ang tungkulin ni Paul at ni Silas. Ang ipangaral ang salita ng Panginoon at bigyan ng kalayaan ang mga tao laban sa pagkakaalipin nila sa kasalanan. Amen. That is the very message of the gospel that they were actually proclaiming. And the same gospel that they proclaimed before is the same gospel that we proclaim today, not just in a setting like this, but in your individual setting. In our individual setting, because the message of the gospel will always reverberate because it is the greatest message. Hindi po malalaos ang mensaheng ito because it is about the message of God's love, salvation, deliverance, healing, etc., etc. Dahil po matagumpay yung kanilang misyon sa pangangaral ng salita ng Panginoon, narito ngayon ng enemy would try to disturb them. Alam po natin na mayroong isang slave girl. Okay? Slave girl in the sense that hindi lamang siya may nagmamayari at gumagamit sa kanyang kapwa niya tao, kundi siya po ay may spirit of divination. Dito makikita natin kung paano siyang makakalaya sa kanyang spiritual slavery. Although hindi natin makikita yung word Holy Spirit doon, makikita lang po natin is in the name of Jesus, but in the name of Jesus, but that, that is by, back up by the power of the Holy Spirit. So binasa natin kanina sa verse 16, sabi ron, as we were going to the place of prayer, okay, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination. We know that even in the Old Testament, ang spirit of divination, ito yung panguhula, kakayanan parang isang tao may manghula, hindi po ito prophecy. Okay? Bagamat sa Tagalog, ang translation ng prophecy at fortune telling ay parang pareho, pero hindi magkaiba yan. Okay? Ang fortune telling, lalo na ito, may spirit of divination, ay galing sa demonyo. Okay? Nagbibigay ang demonyo ng information patungkol sa isang tao, patungkol sa isang bagay na kanyang gagawin. Now, Ang babaeng ito ay alipin. Bagamat siya isabing alipin, obviously, may nagmamay-ari sa kanya, pero masasabing alipin din siya dahil nasa ilalim siya ng pag-aari ng demonyo. Dahil may spirit of divination siya. Ano ang ginagawa ng babaeng ito? Siya ay ginagamit para pagkakitaan ng taong may hawak sa kanya. Okay? So, kumikita sila ng salapi sa pamamagitan ng panguhula sa mga tao. Now, eto ngayon, ginamit na naman siya ng demonyo para iharas itong si Paul at saka si Silas. Sabi ng verse 17, She followed Paul and us, crying out, These men are servants of the Most High God, who proclaim to you the way of salvation. Now, listen to me very carefully. That revelation came from demon spirit. Ang tanong ko, tama ho ba yung sinabi nung demonyo patungkol sa kung sino si Paul at saka si Silas? Tama! Alam nyo, kung kayo'y tunay na anak ng Diyos, alam din ng demonyo yun. Alam niya kung ikaw ay servant ni Lord at alam niya kung ikaw ay kakampi niya. Yung spirit of divination na nasa sa kanya, okay, yun ay demonic spirit na nagre-reveal kung sino si Paul at saka si Silas. And mind you, ha, totoo yung kanilang sinabi. Anong sabi? Servants of the Most High God, precisely. Servants sila ng Most High God 
who proclaim to you the way of salvation. Bagamat tama yung kanyang sinasabi, knowing and having an understanding that the devil is the father of all lies. Siya ay ama ng lahat ng uri ng kasinungalingan. Pero bakit dito nagsasabi siya ng totoo? Hindi ba kayo naintriga doon? Pastor, nagpahula ako eh. Totoo naman yung sinasabi. Sinabihan na, guwapo ako. Naniwala naman ako. Totoo eh. Totoo dahil alam ng mga demonyo kung ano rin yung mga bagay na ginagawa nila at identify nila kung sino ang mga anak ng Diyos. Alam nila kung sino yung mga may halo sa ulo. <laughs> alam nila kung sino yung nagniningning sa kalwalatian ng Diyos because they are in the spiritual realm. Now, totoo, tama yung sinabi ng demonyo pero hindi nangangahulugan na mababalidate na tama yung kanyang ginagawa. Tingnan nyo yung kanyang ginagawa sa verse 18. And this she kept doing for many days. Paul, having become greatly annoyed, turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. Bakit pinalayas ni Paul yung demon spirit sa buhay nung babae na yon yung spirit of divination? Bakit na pinalayas? Eh, totoo naman yung sinasabi. Halimbawa, may isang kandidato. Halimbawa, kayo yung kandidato. Nag-file kayo ng COC sa COMELIC nung nakaraang Friday. Halimbawa lang, matinu kayong kandidato. Suddenly, biglang may nagtaas ng kamay nyo, isang convicted rapist, convicted murderer, corrupt person, at sabi niyang, iboto nyo ang taong ito. Itinaas yung kamay ninyo. Okay? Papayag ba kayo? Kayo maayos kayo, may integridad kayo, malinis ang inyong hangarin. Okay, sa inyong pagtakbo, sadly itinaas yung inyong kamay ng isang taong kilalang-kilala na notorious sa lipunan, papayag ba kayo na yun ang taong mag sa inyo? Hindi kayo papayag, bakit? Dahil iisipin kayo yung magkatsokaran. Parang gusto ng demonyo ma-identify siya sa gospel na ipinapangaral ni Paul. Gusto niyang magpalit ng maskara. And Paul somehow discerned it and he was greatly annoyed. He was irritated. Kasi araw-araw eh, sinasabi. Pangalawa, nadidefeat yung kanilang purpose because underground yung kanilang mission eh. May wisdom sila as they proclaim the gospel eh. Kasi they were under persecution. And they were already being revealed into so many people. Bagamat totoo yung sinasabi noong slave girl na yon, but yung motibo ay mali. Magkaiba po yun sa kanyang laman ng kanyang sinasabi at saka yung kanyang motibo. Para lamang yung mga dalaga dito na may nanliligaw sa inyo, sinasabing, ang ganda-ganda mo, I love you three times a day. <laughs> ang sarap pakinggan, pero mali pala yung motibo. Mayroong hindi magandang intention sa inyo. Buti sana kung si Alden siya. Oh, malinis ang hangarin kahit pinipigilan ni Dora. <laughs> anyway, I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of her. So, pinalayas. Ibig sabihin na na-discern ni Paul that this demon spirit inside that girl ay may maruming intensyon. Kasi ang sabi ron, ang kinausap hindi yung babae, ang kinausap yung spirit. Kaya sinabi natin kanina, our enemy is not actually flesh and blood. Kung may naninira sa inyo, bagamat may taong nagsasalita at naninira sa inyo, but it's actually the demon spirit that causing her to say those words. Adyan po kayo. Tandaan niyo ang motive ng kaaway, hindi nagbabago. Ah, he came only to steal, kill, and destroy. Destroy doesn't just mean physically, even your reputation can be destroyed. In also many aspects of life, still kill and destroy. 
Kaya kahit ano man ipakita niyang maganda sa inyo, yun pa rin ang kanyang intensyon, hindi nagbabago. Huwag niyong sabihin, Pastor, di ba pwedeng share na lang ng gospel si Satanas? Baka magbago maborn again. Siya lang o ang apay ng Diyos na wala nang asang magbago. Okay? Kaya huwag niyong sabihin, pangaral yung gospel sa kanya. Paul mentioned the most powerful name. When he said, I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of her, the Holy Spirit moved right away and provided freedom for that woman, to that slave girl. We know the authority of the name of Jesus. It is being backed up by the Holy Spirit. And when we know how to use the name of Jesus, the enemy would flee from us. Submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you, James 4, 7. It's one thing to use the name of Jesus because it has authority. It's one thing who is the person using it. Tayo, as believer, if we are a genuine believer of the Lord, then we have the right to use that name. But if you are not a believer, you cannot use that name because you are not allowed. It's not that you are not allowed, that you don't bear the name of Jesus Christ in you. If in the first place, you did not make Him as your Lord and Savior. Now, yung topic na yan, para next week yan, explore ko, next week malalaman ninyo. Ito pong topic na to sinasabi ko na may kapangirin sa pangalan ni Jesus, and if it is used by, by the right person, the Holy Spirit would back up whatever that person would say, especially if it is in line with the purpose of God. It is God's will for every one of us to experience freedom. Do you agree? Freedom from sin, freedom from demonic forces, from demonic influences. And yes, we can use the name of Jesus to command demon spirit to come out of a person. But first and foremost, we have to prioritize ourselves. There are also demons inside us without us knowing it. Demons, greediness, insecurity, pride. These are the demons that's also inside us. God would like you to be free. May mga taong hindi magamit ni Lord dahil punong-puno ng pride, walang humility. May mga taong ang baba ng tingin sa sarili dahil masyadong insecure, kaya ayaw mag-step up and to be the best of God. May mga taong may self-condemnation. Laging pinapaalala ng demonyo sa kanya, yung kanyang nakalipas na buhay, bagamat siya pinatawad na ng payo, hindi siya makamove forward because of the demon spirit that's, that's whispering into his ears. And he allows it sometimes. There are a lot of demons and we have to identify it because God would like us to be free. Ayaw ng Diyos na mayroong humahad lang sa atin para mapaglingkuran natin ang Diyos. God would like us to experience that freedom because on the first place, Christ died on the cross for us to receive freedom. The Son of God was manifested that He might destroy the works of the devil. And we can use that name because the Holy Spirit is in us. We can use the name of Jesus. Greater is He that is in us. Who is that He? Greater is Jesus Christ that is in us by the power of the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit, than he, referring to the devil and his demonic spirits, than he who is in the world. Remember, the devil is being said to be the god of this world, 2 Corinthians 4, 4, because he, has, he had taken the authority away from Adam. So nakuha niya yung authority. When Jesus Christ was being tempted, sabi nakita yung splendor of the world. Sabi niya, ibibigay ko lahat ito sa iyo, kapumunuan, sambahin mo lang ako. Bakit ganun sinasabi ni Satan? Kasi nakuha nga niya yung authority from Adam. Okay? Kaya siya tinawag na God of this world. Small letter G, God of this world. Okay? Now, Jesus Christ came that He might destroy the works of the devil. And Christ, through His Holy Spirit, is in us. is greater than He who is in the world. Amen. So don't be afraid to deal with the demons around us and in us. And even in the lives of our loved ones. 
because it is God's will for us to experience freedom. And it's only Jesus Christ who can set us free. Amen. Pangalawa is the physical suppression. They were in a journey and they were really proclaiming the gospel of our Lord. Even whatever kind of persecution and oppression gagawin sa kanila, this time it's the physical suppression. Sabi ng verse 13, But when her owners saw that their hope of gain was gone, wala nang pagkakitaan, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. Could you imagine? Pinalayas na nga yung demonyo. Ano ang naging consequence nito sa kanilang buhay? Sabi ko they seized Paul and Silas, pinahuli sila. Pagkatapos, ano pang sumunod na sinabi? Pinagsabo sila. <laughs> ano? And drag them into the marketplace. Ako baka mariwana ito. Hindi, ibig sabihin na kinalagkad sila sa marketplace. Okay. <laughs> they seized Paul and Silas and drag them into the marketplace before the rulers. So, look at the suppression there. Okay? So, restrained na ngayon sila. And then, and when they had brought them into the magistrate, they said, these men are Jews and they were disturbing our city. They were accused. They advocate customs that are not lawful for us Romans to accept or practice. So it's a wrong accusation. Now, nagkaroon pa ng people power. The crowd joined in attacking them and the magistrates tore the garments off them and gave the orders to beat them with rods. That's what you call suffering for Christ. Sometimes it's the kinds of suffering that God allows because it strengthens our faith. So, ano pong nangyari? Nilatigo pa sila ng nilatigo dahil sa kanilang paglilingkod sa Diyos. Iniisip ko, kasi si Paul, ang sinama niya sumunod si Silas, si Barnabas yung kasama niya. Iniisip ko, hindi kaya kung mababaw ang pananampalataya ni Silas dito, malamang sa bawat hampas na nararanasin niya, marayla sasabi niya, bakit ba ako napasama kay Paul? Sa dami nang sasamahan, bakit sa kanya pa ako napasama? Pero wala tayong maririnig na ganun. Okay? Ano pa yun? And when they had inflicted many blows, sabi maraming hampas. Usually, ang hampas na yun, hindi ko yan lalagpas ng 40. Okay? 39 lang usually, katulad ng naranasan ni Jesus. Maximum yun. Kasi pag sumobra, naging 41, yung isa, dahil sa batas, 40 lang eh. Pagka sumobra, naging 41, yung isa, ima-minus, iahampas doon sa naghampas. Okay? So, ganun ho yun. Kaya usually, hanggang 39 lang para sigurado na hindi aabot ng 41 o 40. And when they had inflicted many blows upon them, they threw them into prison, ordering the jailer to keep them safely. At ano pang nangyari? Nakabilanggo na nga, ito pa nangyari. Having received this order, he put them into the free inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. Ganyan ho ang kanilang itsura. Ewan ko, mayroon pa sa panahong ganyan. But yan po yung nangyari sa kala, nakakulong na sila, confined na sila, limited na sila, suppressed na sila, tinali pa yung, ay nakafasin pa yung kanilang mga paa. Let me ask you, kung kayo kay Paul at saka kay Silas, how would you respond to that? When you respond in a spiritual way, sabi niyo, magpipray. O tama, tama, magpipray. But most of the time, pag naglagay tayo sa isang sitwasyon na katulad niyan, our tendency is to complain. Our tendency is to blame each other. Kasi ikaw, pilalayas-layas mo pa yung demonyo. Pilayagan mo na sanang manatili siyang puses ng demonyo na yun. Napahapak tayo. Pwede naman silang magsisiyan. Hindi ho ba? Pwede sabihin ni Paul, dapat pa hindi na kita sinama. May balat kayata eh. Baka tayo napaganito eh. 
Pero hindi ho yun ang kanila. How did they respond to the situation? They responded excellently to the situation. They responded in worship. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. Biro nyo, dinala pa sila kay Johnny. Dahil about midnight, ang sabi, baka kasama si Johnny doon. Kasi midnight eh. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying. We're praying and singing hymns to God. They responded in worship. Hindi sila nagtoning. Nagworship sila kay God. And I say, that's the best way to respond in a difficult situation. Just worship the Lord anyway. Don't complain. Just worship God. When we talk about worship, iba iba kasi worship, pero isa lang ilang elemento. The common element is trust and love. That when you worship God in a difficult situation, it means you are putting your trust in Him and you, love, you still love God. You love Him anyway, despite the situation. Meron tinatawag tayo, yung ginagawa natin yung congregational singing, that's congregational worship. Meron tinatawag na personal devotion, that's our personal worship with God. Meron lifestyle worship, that's the way we conduct ourselves, the way we relate with people. Meron tinatawag na worship in a workplace, meaning you put your excellence into your work because it displays the excellence of God. So, iba't iba po klase ng worship. Dito, sila po ay nag-devotion sa Panginoon. They worship God. They sang song to the Lord. Hindi nila inisip yung kanilang sitwasyon. Hindi nila minagnify o pinalaki yung kanilang sitwasyon. Ang pinalaki nila ay yung pagtingin nila sa Diyos. And they saw a big, big God who can rescue them from that situation. Do we respond in the same manner? Paano tayo mag-respond sa problema ng buhay? Wala kang pera. Do you seek God and do you magnify God that He is greater than your financial problem? If you are being hounded by condemnation, do you magnify God as a forgiving God? Ninilis ng Panginoon yung iyong kasalanan and it's a big, big God that's giving you a second chance, another opportunity to live your life. If your marriage is being attacked by demonic forces and you see the attack is great, do you see God as someone greater than that attack? Do we magnify God do we worship Him in the midst of our difficulty? And there are moments, and I'm pretty sure some of you have experienced this, na ikaw ay namatayan ng mahal sa buhay, at lalo na yung namatay ay mahal na mahal mo. Sabi mo, kung sino pa yung mahal mo yung pang nawawala sa'yo. How do you respond to that situation? Misery brings out the worst or the best in us. Ang ubas, pagkayan ay dinurog mo. At tinikman mo yung juice na makakatas, yung katas niyan. Pagka maasim, anong ibig sabihin? Pag maasim, ang ibig sabihin, hindi siya matamis. <laughs> At pagka matamis, ang ibig sabihin, very good. At pagka maasim, ibig sabihin, hilaw. Pagka matamis, ibig sabihin, ay hinog. Malalasahan mo yun kapag ka siya ay yung Dinurog. When you experience misery of life, lalabas yung worst sa inyo o kaya lalabas yung best. As far as Paul and Silas were concerned, ang lumabas ay yung best. Because lumabas lamang yung pananampalataya na nasa kanilang mga puso na kahit na mayroong persecution, na kahit na mayroong suppression, mayroong attack ng enemy, they still worship God. Amen. Come on, let's give Him praise.
Pero ilang sandali sa buhay natin, nakapagkatayo ay biglang naka-encounter na isang situation, bigla kang nagalit, ang lumabas yung worst. And what will you do when that happens? Bigla kang lang nag-flare up ka na lang, nagalit ka na lang. Pagkatapos nung lumamig na ulo mo, nangusap sa yung Holy Spirit, ang sabi sa iyo, anak, now you realize that you still have that in your life. Bring it at the cross. Isuko mo yan sa cross dahil nakita mo, meron pa palang bagay ng ganun sa buhay mo. When you have the opportunity to help somebody, pero hindi mo natulungan at nangyari na pahamak siya, baka yung karamutan, ah, pwede mong isukong muli kay Lord. Pinapakita lang ng Painoon sa atin kung ano yung mga bagay na dapat pa nating isuko sa kanyang buhay. O maaaring pinapakita din ito kung ano yung klase ng pananampalataya na meron tayo sa Diyos. Dahil kung ang lumabas ay yung tamis ng ating pananampalataya, Sa Diyos, kahit na tayo'y dinudurog na ng mga problema at pagsubok sa buhay at matamis na pananampalataya pa rin yung naibigay natin sa Panginoon, then you are going to experience the power of the Holy Spirit in your life because God is a rewarding God. Amen. Verse 26, And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bond were unfastened. Hindi lamang ho sila, kundi sabi, lahat ho ng pintuan ay nabuksan, hindi lang yung pintu nila. At sila po ay nakalaya. That's exactly the will of God. The enemy would try to restrain them, to suppress them, so they won't go out there and preach the good news. But the Holy Spirit moved because they trusted in the Lord God at pinalaya sila ng Panginoon. Now what happened? You see, ito makikita natin how God would turn a misery into an opportunity. Verse 27, When the jailer awoke and saw that the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, supposing that the prisoners had escaped. So akala niya nakatakas na. So yung jailer, kumuha siya ng kanyang sword at papatay niya yung kanyang sarili. Bakit? Kasi mas higit pa ang parusang tatanggapin niya kapag yung mga prisoners na kanyang binabatayin ay nakalaya. Kaya mas mabuti pang patayin niya ang kanyang sarili kaysa torture siya. You get my point? So, nung gagawin niya yon, praise God, dahil si Paul matalino as given by the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Anong sinabi ron? But Paul cried out with a loud voice, Do not harm yourself. We are all here. And the jailer called for lights and rushed in. And trembling with fear, he fell down before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do? To be saved. Anong sabi ni Paul? They said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Now, dito makikita natin kung paano nabuksan ang gospel sa buhay ng isang taong ito, sa isang jailer. At hindi lang siya, kundi yung kanyang buong sambahayan. Ang tanong, una, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? It's actually not a spiritual salvation ang kanyang tinatanong. He was asking for a physical salvation, how he would save himself. Paano ko maliligtas? Dahil mapapahamak ako. Kapag ka, say, pag nagtakbuhan na lahat yung mga bilang, mapapahamak siya. What must I do to be saved? Paul, given wisdom by the Holy Spirit, answered properly. Ang sagot niya is both the physical and the spiritual. Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. It's not just a spiritual, it's not just a physical answer, it's a spiritual answer as well. Manampalataya ka kay Jesus, ikaw at ang iyong sambayan ay maliligtas. Bahagi ng kalilang kultura, 
usually nakapagantatay kung anong pananampalataya, yun ang pananampalataya ng buong pamilya. Sumusunod dahil sa mataas ang respeto sa tatay. Patriarchal kasi sila yung kanilang kultura. Okay? So, nung sinabi ni Paul yun, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, you and your household down you will be saved. Alam ni Paul yung kanyang sinasabi. That's why yung lalaking ito, dinala niya si Paul and Silas sa kanyang sariling bahay. Okay? And Paul started proclaiming the gospel. God opened wide the opportunity for them to do the purpose of God. They preached the word of God and the entire household of that jailer got saved at that particular moment. Amen. Let's give God praise for that. It's not only Paul who received freedom to preach the gospel. The jailer and his entire household received freedom from the Spirit of God, from being in bondage of sin. Sila po ay nakatanggap ng buhay na walang hanggan, nakatanggap ng kaligtasan mula sa Diyos because they receive Jesus Christ in their hearts. You see how God opened such opportunity? What seemed to be an, a mystery became a tremendous opportunity for Paul and even for the jailer. Ano yung bagay na umahad lang sa'yo para hindi mo ma-fulfill yung purpose ni Lord sa buhay mo? Ano yung bilangguan ng kaaway sa buhay mo na hindi mo magawa yung mga bagay na pinapagawa ng Diyos? Alam nyo, kaya po dito sa church natin, meron tayong tinatawag na Victory Weekend. That's our retreat. After ng one-to-one discipleship, pagkakaroon ng retreat, at sa retreat, pagkakaroon ng deliverance and baptism of the Holy Spirit in the end. It's because that is part of a continuing journey for us to grow because God would like us to be free. Marami pong chains na binabasag during our victory weekend, during our retreat. Lahat ng mga itinanim ng kaaway because we, we have this demonic influences outside. Manood ka lang ng telebisyon. Marami kang naaabsorb na akala mo noon ay totoo and it became part of who you are and it became part of your perspective and it's now your perspective that governs your life. That's the most dangerous thing. Now, God would like to replace those old thoughts with new things. Pero minsan, naka-imprison ka sa ganong thoughts. Naka-imprison ka sa wrong doctrine. Naka-imprison ka sa wrong identity. Lalaki ka pero iniisip mo babae ka. Naka-prison ka sa kasinungalingan ng Diablo sa buhay mo. Maraming bilangguan ang pinanggalingan natin. But the Son of God was manifested that He might destroy the works of the devil. Why? Because God would like us to be free. For freedom, Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to the yoke of slavery. Wag na ho tayo magpaalipin pa sa kasalanan, sa kasinungalingan, maging malaya tayo. Ano ibig sabihin ng pagiging malaya? Ang sabi ni John Piper, freedom is not found outside the, these prison walls, but only through the power of God. It is when you are free to be God's servant. It is when you are free to do the will of God. It's when you are free to take hold of God's best in your life that you can truly experience freedom. It's only by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that power is available. Why? Because Christ died on the cross and He rose again from the dead and He's giving us the victory. John 8.36 So if the Son sets you free, you will be free. Indeed. Let's give God praise.
the purpose is that the Holy Spirit sets us free so we can fulfill the purpose of God in our lives. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.